Welcome to the Antonym Podcast, episode one. And firstly, I want to introduce the name behind the podcast. So the reason behind the Antonym name is because we want to see change. We're going to define each episode by a problem we see within ourselves and others. And then what we can fix and hence the antonym. The antonym of antonym is the same. So you won't, without the change, you always stay the same. Secondly, I want to introduce how we got into making a podcast. Yeah. And I'll pass you over to Shins. <laughs> uh, yo, it's Shins. We say, we say, we say. That's uh, his intro. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, me and my friend Jen, who's just introduced this podcast, um, uh, have been dealing with a lot of, um, let's call it anxiety struggles, struggles, mm. uh, university and outside uh, in normal life. Um, so we've been finding it hard to deal with it recently. And uh, on this particular night, me and his, and his brother uh, were just chilling and Jen come back uh, to his flat and he wanted to go for a, a drive. And we did. We went out for a drive and we went to the Connecticut viewpoint or yeah, viewpoint. whatever, commandment viewpoint or something in Parkstone. <laughs> in pool, yeah. Yeah, in Parkstone. We went there and the viewpoint was closed and I could see that he was getting a bit agitated um, and he was getting a bit restless. So we actually had planned to link up with our friend Shelly. Uh, and we messaged her and she hadn't messaged us back until we got to the viewpoint and we found out it was closed and then Shelly messaged us back and was like fuck it we'll go pick up Shelly uh, and we went to Shelly's house and I'm going to pass it over to her yeah hi guys it's your girl Shelly Sharma and yeah we were in a car just chatting away and then you know when you have one of those like late night car drives where you're with your mates and you're just chatting and one thing leads to another and you're in the, you're invested into this deep conversation where everyone starts opening up about their lives. And we're like, you know what? Why don't we do a podcast? Why have we not made a podcast yet? <laughs> let me know. When you find out, come back to me and let me know why we haven't done one. <clears throat> That's why we're here today. We're here today. And we're doing a podcast. No, I'm glad we're doing one. We're, we're about time. It's something I've wanted to do for a long time. A and, long uh, time. Podcasts uh... are the the best thing now yeah I've, I've i've recently been getting into listening to more i've always struggled with listening to a full podcast yeah i only listen to like funny ones or or like something that i'm very very like much interested mm. in uh when i listen to a full podcast and recently i've been uh, um recently i've been doing setting myself like the task of actually listening to the whole thing and it's it's gone pretty well. Like I found that I'm able to pay attention and also empathize more with other people's yeah. like perspectives on life and what shapes their grit and their like roughness. Cause everyone has that side and it might not be the same as yours because everyone sees things relatively and through their own perspective. But uh, listening to more podcasts 
and actually empathizing with their story has um kind of i can see a shift in my my own perspective yeah i feel like listening to podcasts also helps me to articulate what i want to say because mm. um i listen to like different types so i listen to funny ones i listen to like things that to, are to do with like social awareness and society then i listen to ones that are to do with like money management investment and stuff but listening to podcasts genuinely helped me know what to say like improves my own vocabulary and i learn something i love learning like i think with learning like the possibilities are endless whether it is academic or not do you know what i mean And i feel like with podcasts i'm always learning and i think they're 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 sick this is your first podcast write this day in your calendar (laughs) so guys it's denny the petty king and now i'm going to introduce the first episode today's episode is called closed we feel like a lot of people are 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 too sh- i would say maybe blind how would you introduce it uh, uh, closeness how how would you introduce the people hiding their emotions i think they th- they fear feeling it i think fear is a, is a great word because they i feel like once they start acknowledging the fact that they feel like this they fear the fact that I didn't think I could or I would or even that I should feel like this. Yeah. yeah. So their, their, their first response is, what the hell's going on? And from that fear, disbelief is born. Yeah. Like, they can't believe that this could happen to them. That's something that I personally struggled with. Was We're all here, if you guys don't know, we're all immigrants, I believe. Were you born in the UK? Yeah. Okay, sorry. Were you... First generation immigrants. Did your parents come over here? Uh, my mom was born here as well. Okay, cool. But uh, you have you felt like you've been treated different, or you've had a different upbringing because you're brown? A hundred percent, hundred percent, hundred and ten percent. Even if, regardless, if I was the first generation or the tenth generation, mm-hmm. I feel like this is an issue that will just carry on being like mm-hmm. just because I'm brown. It's like stemmed inside. It, yeah, hundred percent. Like the, your upbringing and also like the issues that you have, you can relate with other. Other like brown Other people, people but yeah. like immigrants in general. Yeah. So like we're all immigrants here, and me being grow like growing up, traveling a lot, like from country to country, and like settling, having to adapt. Like that was one of the things that shaped me the most is having to go from school to school to school, and having to like make new friends, yeah. like 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 network, and make new bonds, and like not knowing. Oh, I don't know. Maybe this will only last like four years. Yeah. Like so, that's something that's definitely shaped me and as I an extrovert right now. And I guess like you said, that you went to different schools, so learning to detach from different attachments yeah. that you've had with like different people yeah. and friendships. And so stuff. like when I think about my struggles growing up, I'm like, yo, those struggles were different. These things shouldn't like these are problems that I'm facing right now and I'm having to deal with. It shouldn't affect me because my my problems are different. I'm built different. Like. Like us, I, I don't struggle with this shit. Like this is, this is a uh, like first world problems, isn't it? Like that's what I told myself, and I couldn't like accept. Yeah. I was like, nah, I can't be dealing with this. What anxiety? What? Yeah. <laughs> what are you on about? Yeah. <laughs> like we don't deal with this. Like yeah. this is calm. But, and then I found out like I had to believe that, that because you can't get better without believing that there's something wrong. Hundred percent. So I had to accept that you know what I'm not immune to this. This is something that now I found out. 
almost everyone goes through. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jen's younger brother's lecturer joked in one of his classes that, you know, if you find someone who's not depressed, there's something wrong with them. <laughs> like, yeah. He's at the end of the day, do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. He joked about it, but it's something that's like come true right now. So it's like, you believe that there's something wrong with you. Yeah. Now the process should be, how can I fix this? Yeah. I think one thing I think people do though is struggle to perceive their struggle. Yeah. Um, and sh- I don't know. They 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 can't they can't see how they're struggling. They can't see how it's affecting them. They can't see who they really are. I feel like the perspective in that sense, people can't perceive. I feel like for some people, it's self ignorance because they are they. They are ignorant in the sense that they don't want to believe it. I think. I think. Do you get me? I think so. There's two sides to that. But, yeah. but yeah. I think I feel like that's more rare than people actually not really understanding it because I feel like when you're in that mind state, you because I'll touch back on fear. Mm. Like in that mind state, that's what anxiety is. You're when we were creatures, when we were apes. That's our instinct to, to that fight or flight mentality. Mm. You, it's because you're fearing something. You can't see clearly. All you want is to get away from, from things that you're scared of. Mm. You understand? Or like that, the unknown. As the well. unknown. So what you fear, what these people fear, they want to stay away from it. Mm-hmm. Whether it's, it's relationships, whether it's uni, whether it's progressing to somewhere in life or, or something. The yeah. People fear that because they don't know what to expect. They might have had a bad experience. You understand? Fear of the unknown. Exactly. And that's what anxiety is. It's literally fear. Fear fear of many things. Many, many things. And a lot of people can't see straight. They really can't. We, they, can't they can't perceive their own struggle. And more importantly, people can't see the struggles of others. Yeah. Mm. Right? That's one thing we should touch on today is seeing your own struggle and seeing the struggle of others. First, we'll talk about seeing your own struggles and accepting them. Yeah. We need to accept that how you're struggling is affecting your, your, your life and that you can change it. You really have to believe that you can change Wh- whatever you're going through. You can change it. It will not. Do not accept that that's who you are. Mm. I promise you that does not work. You will only be stuck in that loop forever. Do not accept that. Change can happen. It's happened to me. It's happened to me. I promise you it mm. can happen. It will happen again. 100%. All right. And it will happen to, to everyone. You just have to believe it will happen. Because without that belief, it, it, it will never happen. And I guess, like, speaking, like, um, following on from the point of, like, acceptance and stuff, I think the first step in, like, the self-belief is just genuinely, for example, accepting the fact that you want to be physically fit, accepting the fact you need help, accepting the fact that you're not okay, you know. It's just the first step is just accepting it. Because once you have, then that's, like, the foundation of now what can I do? Let's build the pyramid. Now I've got the foundation of acceptance. What can I do now to help myself, I guess? Yeah, of course. That step of acceptance is uh, quite daunting when you're in that sense of fear. You feel vulnerable. You feel like you're being weak. But 
in fact you're being brave mm. so that's a step that when you feel like you're ready to take it you shouldn't feel like you're taking you're being weak you're asking for help you're you're making allies there's a difference you're th- using your safety network you've built it for a reason i i, I want to add to that i to what Shins just said uh, it, you may feel like you're being weak but you're actually not you're seeing mm. a problem with yourself and you're really just trying to trying to fix it you know that this problem is going to take you down a path where you don't want to be or keep you in a path where you don't want to be, right? 100%. So that's why you may feel weak and honestly, you're not. Because this, this is, you've realized, you, you're very aware when you're in these moods of, of what your, your problems mm. are. And you're really trying to fix it. Just don't stop yourself. Don't feel like, don't feel like, like you shouldn't. It's, don't accept that it's who you are. Accept that you can change it. Hundred, and I think one thing we all need to realize is that it is genuinely okay to have your low days, as long as you remember that. Right, I'm feeling low today. It can only get better from here. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And like to, I always like believe in like the weighing scales. How like if you have your great days, you're feeling your great highs. You will have lows, but it's only to outweigh it. Do you know what I mean? To keep mm-hmm. the balance. Mm-hmm. So remember how, however low your low is. You will that will be the lowest you have until you reach your high again. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's contradicting in itself, but you need to remember that although you're feeling good, you are gonna feel low. But it's about how you manage your low, how you deal with it, and how you overcome it. Mm-hmm. So then, when you do have another low, it won't be as bad as your other low because you're, you're you're mentally prepared to do it again. Do you know what I mean? You've defeated it once. You, you can, can defeat do it again. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Understand. On that on that point. Uh, I was hoping I could give you something quite similar on that point. Like I could give an example of how I've made a significant change in my own schedule this last week. Um, so me, uh, on my course, we had to do an assignment for this Friday. It's today that we're talking on this podcast. Uh, and over this last week, I've not really been able to get too much work done on it. And it was uh, at times I was just thinking like, fuck, I might not, I might not be able to finish this. Like, <laughs> it's going to be one of them ones where it's like, I've never not handed in an assignment. Yeah. I've always, like, regardless of the quality, I've handed it in always. And yeah. it's always been like a pass and like a decent grade. But um, I was like a bit worried. And then I had to tell myself, I was like, you're going to have low days. You can't control that. Mm. You can't control that you're going to wake up and sometimes you're going to feel like shit. You're not going to want to be able to get out of bed like you could wake up the most productive human being in the world and like have so much energy you wake up and you know get your granola in take your morning <laughs> shit like have your coffee like just ready to attack the day and then yeah. over like the walk to university or your cycle or just listen to a song or whatever your your drop in energy could just like shock you and it takes that like productivity out of your system and i was like i can't control that those days happen but i can control what i do for the rest of the day so I was like, I'd force myself to go and see you. Like you saw me on the weekends. Like I forced myself to go see you. Like when I come over to Jen's, I would sit on the side of my laptop and just try and get like a little bit done, just a little bit, because that means I'm doing progress. Yeah. The next day I wake up and be like, okay, I'm a little bit closer to finishing it. So just work on it little by little. Like if you feel like you ha- you wake up in the morning and you don't want to do anything today, work today and don't do anything tomorrow. If you feel like that tomorrow morning. Like, if you feel like, you you know when your body's, like, saying, I can't do anything. 
Is it your body saying I can't do anything, or is it you saying I'd it's rather itchy. just I'd rather just like chill today? Like if it's the I'd rather just chill today. Go to work today. Yeah. Do your uni work today. Like get some work yeah. done because that means the next day when you wake up, it might have gone. That feeling might have gone away. If you wake up the next day and you were like, okay, I need that rest day. Take a rest day. But try and work through that initial little thing because that's the thing that snowballs and makes us stay in bed all day or like just watch TV all day and you feel really tired and groggy and the next day you wake up and it's the exact same thing. 100%. And touching on what you said about control, I think a lot of people dwell on things that are out of their control Mm. whereas that energy should be channeled onto the things you do have control of and trying to, like I said, take control of the situation because... At the end of the day, the only things you can take control of is yourself and how, not how you feel, but how those thoughts are processed. Mm -hmm. And if you're able to do that, Mm -hmm. then I guess that makes a lot of things, whatever you're going through, like a lot easier to manage Mm -hmm. because you're controlling yourself. It makes you more objective. You take your own emotions out of it and you can see things with like a different lens on. Yeah. It's like you're wearing glasses, like, and you can see everything (laughs) clearly now. I can see clearly now, the, the rain, rain is gone. gone. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> on that advert, bruv, like, I take my own emotions out of it. I think that's something that I was finding hard as well recently. I was snapping at, like, people. Like, he saw me, like, <laughs> he was trying to help me with a printer. I wanted to take his head off. Like, <laughs> it was just pissing me off. And I was just ready to do work that morning. Things were hindering me. And I could really just been dwelling in my head, just walking, like, fucking just building up in it and then he was giving me like some help but I couldn't see that it was help it was like bruv like you're telling me shit that I already know like that's perspective yeah do you understand perspective guys you have to be able to see that like when you take your emotions out of it you see your behaviour and you start to analyse why am I doing that why what what is influencing me this this much that I've changed my original character and then you can start attacking that problem and mm. see if that's an effective change, something that needs to happen or not. Because sometimes change is necessary and your body will tell you and your mind will tell you. But sometimes you need to evaluate, is it even worth attacking a problem? Like, like with me, like I dwell on so many things that are so pointless mm. and I want to do this and do that. Or, you, do you know what I mean? But mm-hmm. what am I, I going to gain? Why mm. am I attacking this if... It's not benefiting me. I'm wasting my energy and time. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I think I've got to a point in my life where I genuinely don't care about what people have to say about me mm-hmm. because I know what I want to do. I know myself. Do you know what I mean? And I think all the issues that I could have where I could, where I where I usually should have been attacking it, I'm not anymore because I've realised I've got so much more to think about. I've got a lot more ahead of me. I need to use that energy and put that towards what I want to do mm-hmm. rather than dwelling on something that I'm feeling or mm-hmm. I'm going to feel. Mm-hmm. Pick your battles. Yeah. yeah. 100% pick your battles. 100%. Maybe with that you can we can define that as perceiving which battle is is worth fighting for. Mm. Yeah, that's true. All right. Tough choices sometimes. but I'll, I'll, I'll guess next we can uh, talk about perceiving others and how we can how we can help others I guess understand what others are going through um for example I would say I I've always been someone who's always 
considered them themselves to be helpful considered mm -hmm. themselves to be a nice guy mm -hmm. considered themselves to always want to be the best for people however recently i've realized that's not the case there's been situations where i've known friends that have gone through 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 tough situations and the only way i dealt with it was you know what just just leave it like yeah. this is this is your answer yeah just just do it but your own closure kind of thing yeah like like I've, I've told you what you need to do now go do it that's how i've dealt with it but that's not good because people can't see that when they're in these states they're so confused they're so lost mm -hmm. we can't we we shouldn't get annoyed with them we should be patient with 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 our friends patience is key we have to be patient we can't just we just can't assume like just because I see it clearly doesn't mean my friend has to see it clearly. We have to help them. We really have to do uh, do that because these people can't see straight, and I know that because I can't see straight sometimes myself. It's all clouded up there. Yeah, <laughs> it's all clouded. <laughs> you understand? You make up stuff in your head. Your 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 mind is overthinking. You don't know the difference between right and uh, wrong, or or what's real and what's not. So we have to we have to help others. Just be patient with them, all right? And one thing you need to do as an individual is accept what your friend is going through yeah. or the person you know. Accept it and accept that you need to be there for them. You need yeah. to be... This is going to be a long process, right? You can't be selfish in this situation, Cannot be selfish. You can't tell them how to feel. If they are feeling a type of way, that is how they are feeling. You can only support them. You can tell them how how to, to get better, but you, you have to understand. No, understand that sometimes we're not made, to, we're not like secure in ourselves or stable in our, within ourselves to be of any help. And in that situation, if you feel like you're taking on too much onto your own workload, I think it's healthy to take a step back and say, you know what, I understand that you're going through some troubles right now, but like, I don't think if I got involved in this right now, like it would be good for either of us. Oh, that's yeah, of course. Yeah. That's yeah. Uh, that's. I'm I'm just but saying. Sometimes, like I, that's something that I struggle with a lot because, like you said, I've always seen myself as a helpful guy. Yeah. I've always seen myself as someone who's very kind and generous, and I've strived for that. So sometimes. I find it hard to say, listen, I don't think I can take that on right now because I'm going through a lot on my own. Um, yeah. I'm supporting other people as well. And if I take on that load, I don't think I can be healthy for you yeah. and yeah. you can be healthy for me. Yeah. So that's something that I've had to kind of dull back a little bit. And I've set myself goals to also because, like I said, it's not healthy for them either. Yeah. So I wouldn't wish, wish them any harm. Why would I neglect them? Yeah, 100%. So, yeah. We obviously... It, it, <laughs> that totally depends on how both of y you in, in, in the relationship you have with that person and how both of you are feeling. Because mm. uh, if if you're both not in a good state, then I doubt you could still support each other. Don't get me wrong. It's always good yeah. to be there for someone. But Support a, is the perfect word. Of course. Yeah. You have support to have the perfect word. a foundation. Yeah. Be a column for someone. Be someone yeah. they can lean on. You don't have to help them walk. Just let them rest on you for a little bit. All right. And the next thing we're going to go into is being open. 
So the yeah. topic of this of this of this podcast was closed, and the antonym of that is open. Is open. So be open with yourself, and then when you go in through these uh, things, be open with your friends, some people you're close to. Share how you feel. Honestly, it's better when it's out there. It's better when the truth will set you free. I promise you. <laughs> the truth will set you free. The truth will set you free. Just be open with with your friends, your family, uh, a partner, someone you like. Understand. Be open. Even speak to someone. Speak to a counselor. Just let it out. Whatever's bothering you, just let it out. Because once it's out, everything is clearer. Someone can help you understand your own thoughts that way. Honesty is enlightenment. Exactly. So, do you lot have any examples you want to, or any any of being open of with, being open and how it's helped you? I could, I could talk about how being open with myself. Yeah. Uh, because there's obviously openness with other people, of course, and um, being vulnerable with them. But I think a lot of people, especially me, myself, and I, um, <laughs> I struggle with a lot of being open with myself. I've always known my flaws. I've always known where I lack. And I also know where I'm strong. But I've not always done things about where I'm lacking. Like, I've not always tried to solve that and better myself. So this is something that I've recently found was like trying to accept that something's wrong and trying to accept that, you know what, there's change that can happen there that could actually lead to your own betterment. That's something that like being honest with myself to actually understand that that's something that'll be good for me is uh, the type of openness that I've kind of experienced recently. Um, and that's like, it, it's, it's really changed the way I'm like thinking like I'm reading a book right now called Surrounded by Idiots. Um, it's a very, very good book. Uh, I wish I remembered who the author was so I could tell you about it. We'll add in the description. Yeah, we'll add in the description. Definitely, definitely look it up. I think it's a book that everyone should read. And I don't mean that it's a fantastical story about dragons and fairies. Like, it's just about personality types, behavioural types, and why people act the way they act. He's yeah. not trying to break down you in particular. He's just trying to give you these are the these are the ones that we've like understood and we have done research on, and read this and see if you can understand why people act the way they act. And it's really helped me understand why I act the way I act. And I'm only four like chapters in. It's like just the basic knowledge of these behavioral patterns and also what like your core beliefs are and your core behavior and your external behavior and like your influences on things and things that influence you, the surroundings that you like put yourself in your environment, all of those things are happening for a reason. And if you try and understand it and like look into it, you really start to realize that you don't have as much control over your behavior as much as you think you do. Mm. Like, so I've become very, very aware or I'm starting to become aware of things that make me tick. Like when I wake up in the morning, I try and like remember things from when I wake up in the morning. Like I woke up this morning at, so I went to sleep around 2.30. I couldn't sleep till 2.30. I've 
got a very bad sleeping pattern. <laughs> Something that you will hear about a lot. Uni lie. Yeah, it's peak, bro. Like, <laughs> the nights attack me. <laughs> like, <laughs> Insomnia. <laughs> nah, it's bad. But So I always wake up in the morning early, though. Woke up at seven this morning. Uh, so that's about four and a half hours of sleep. Got in, like, I was awake. I woke up. First thing I wanted to do, like... Uh, for some reason, I remembered Mo talking about uh, he hates like be like injected and needles and shit. And then I remembered I had uh, a blood donation message in my email today. So I went on there and I was like, if there's a booking today, I'll go do it. If it's another day, I can't be asked, fuck it. Mm. And I looked on there and this never happens, but there was a booking today. So I was like, <laughs> fuck it, let's do it. It's so a sign. Let's do it. Yeah, it's a sign. Like, let's do it. And uh, I like went and got the blood donation and everything, blah, blah, blah. And then carried on one day. But like, I remember that now. And I'm starting to analyse the things that I've done today. Like, so after the blood donation, I went and just walked around like Paul Town, which is where I lived in first year, like student accommodation. And it was just nice to see things. And I'm like, I've got memories now. And I'm thinking about my memories. And do you remember when Ed was talking about when you remember something, like something so little and it makes you laugh so much or it, makes, <laughs> yeah. it brings you a memory. And it's like, now I look at those memories and I'm like, I understand why I behaved in that way. I understand, like, why I moved like that. Yeah. What I said, that I said, like... And I remember those things, because, again, it's memories that, like, shaped you. Mm-hmm. If you remember something deeply and affectionately, that's something that shaped you. So when I think about myself like that, that's the openness that I've discovered. Like, I'm open to criticising myself for constructive basis. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think a, a little bit similar, like, similar to what you said, but, like, with me, I think... The whole, the word open itself, I feel like over the years, as I'm getting older and I guess I'm maturing, like, you know, with different things and stuff, I feel like I'm more open to allow myself to feel different, different emotions in the sense of, like, obviously everyone's like, you know, you should be happy, you should be this, you should be that. But, like, allowing yourself to feel different emotions, like frustration or, like, sadness or whatever, it really helps you when you come to like reflect on life and you look back on things and you compare yourself to how you were like let's say a year ago or like a month ago etc so I feel like I'm more open to allowing myself to explore the emotions that I can partake in within myself and how that has changed within the years I don't know if that makes any sense no that makes sense yeah that makes sense I think on my behalf I want to talk about. Uh, I, I'm I'm the very opposite of open. Closed. <laughs> um. Yeah. I'm I am the definition of closed. I don't. I'm quite secretive with how I feel and and what I'm going through. Until recently, I've started talking to 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 my friends, and honestly, it does help. Mm-hmm. Um. They just give you the clarity you need that that really does help and then just honestly like i said earlier the truth will set you free once you're open with how you feel and how you feel with people around you it's out there you work on that you have to fix it you understand once it's out there it's out there hiding it is is, it's not going to change anything additionally i think that others need to be open with with you as well um it's it's no good one of your friends your partner whoever is is telling you they're struggling with something and telling you in 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 a jokey manner 
I'm I'm not gonna take that seriously. You understand? How many people have told you, ah, oh, it's just anxiety. <laughs> you understand? I'm not gonna take that seriously. I'm re- like like honestly, if you're you really, please like if you're struggling, just make be it make it known. Don't 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 just state that yeah I'm struggling but it is what it is you know <laughs> it isn't what it is it, no it's, it's not, not at all so be open with that be like and if your friends aren't enough then we need to talk about seeking help there is help out there we really need to talk about seeking help professional help if if like I said friends is not good enough then professional help is the next step. Mm-hmm. I we I would consider therapist, counseling, doctor, who whoever. Help even is even like a stranger. Even like speaking to someone that has no relevance to your life, no expertise expect ex, like, like anything like expertise. Expertise that's a word like yeah. that. That's not qualified in like let's say like psychology or anything. Just someone that you can just tell an issue to and they can just tell you like what they think based on a blank canvas because that's mm. from a, a perspective of someone that has no input and no value and no like they have no emotions y- towards that. you your, in your life. They've had no, they're not an asset to your life. Mm. Yeah. Therefore, telling them something that isn't relevant to them will literally help you get an answer that's just straightforward. Do you, do you get what I mean? There's no agenda yeah. behind it. Yeah, there's yeah. no agenda. There's there's no motive. Yeah. Um so we're gonna touch on a few few reasons why people are scared. We're going back to fear. Mm. And why people are scared to seek help. So we've got two two points that we've touched upon. One is people are scared that it's not going to change. Mm. If they seek help, they're not going to see change. And and honestly, that uh, there should be no fear. Mm. No fear in that at all. These professionals... Are professionals for a reason. Are professionals for a reason. They're, they're, they're very qualified. There's enough literature, if enough studies have been done showing that these these people help you so much. Ask someone who's been to therapy. Mm. It's helped them so much. Everyone that I've spoken to that's been to therapy has literally said it's the best self-investment they've done. Whether they've needed therapy or not, like they've said that it just helps it just helps you gather how you feel, yeah. regardless if you're like feeling down or not. Yeah. And yeah. a lot of people are going to say the whole thing about, oh, oh, like, if I go to therapy, they're just going to tell me what I already know. Okay, fact, they will. But hearing it from, from someone that can go into depth and that can find, like, a root of an issue or can help you justify something for yourself, like, that that genuinely means a lot compared to someone else's opinion. Do you know what I mean? Yes. It, ha- yes. it holds value. Like, it holds yeah. value to what it has. And they can help you deal with ways, uh, finding ways of dealing with things. Hundred percent. They're like they're professionals. It's their job. It's is, their job. Exactly. Um, another thing we we will touch upon is another reason why people are, are, are scared is because one they could be oblivious to what they're going through, and secondly, they they 
they believe it's just who they are. Mm. They believe it's just their personality and nothing can change. And <laughs> guys, you need to believe it will. Change happens everywhere. It's, all it's, the time. It's like you, you, you may believe in God or or religion or, or whatever you believe in. But if you believe in them and you can't believe in yourself, <laughs> what's the point of, yeah. of believing in anything? Like I was saying earlier, like you've got one mind, one body, like one heart, one soul, like I understand. one everything, one life. And like if you're living your life in fear or in doubt or in not having self-belief, like that is something you really need to take into consideration of having a different outlook on because you know when when this life is over what what is left do you know what i mean like what what is genuinely left <laughs> that's a whole nother podcast <laughs> that's, that's another podcast that's a whole nother podcast but i'm sure even in in this in this in this room we'd all have different answers right 100%. We, we we might have different answers in what we believe but in this room we all believe that that change is possible 100% 100% We've all been through change, and and we're we're trying to help people who who haven't seen change or don't believe, believe it will exist. Change. Though they don't believe in themselves, this is this is for them. It really does happen. You just have to believe in in yourself. I know people. I know people who think of themselves so 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 negatively. So. Like they they don't believe in themselves. They really don't. They think they're they're a waste of space. They they think everything in their life is gonna stay negative. And then I I I try and show them what I see in them that they don't see in themselves. It's is and it goes back to perspective. But people who are struggling really struggle to see see how their struggles are affecting their their perception of themselves and what they're going through mm. and it's it's a, it's a it's a circle of hell honestly it it's you'll spiral out of control everything it will trap you honestly it will trap you but you have to believe that it will change and it's up to you to make that first like initial step to like break that cycle because once that cycle's broken it's only up from there oh, yeah yeah, see me as I'll use myself as an example. Never, I'm I'm 27 years old, right? Never in my life did I ever think I was gonna see counselling or a therapist or anything like that. Never. Like I said, I'm I'm not an open guy. I I keep things bottled up. Until this year, I saw it, and what what my counsellor made me see is the struggle that I'm going through. I couldn't see it myself. I could see it was easier to see the struggle, the same struggle in other people, but, not but never myself. All right, never myself. That question, wait, who me? No, nah, no. no. Well, do you think that stemmed from an arrogance that you could never face these struggles? Oh, bruv, it, I don't know. Is like the doctor told me, yo, these are symptoms of anxiety, and I said to him. Nah, bruv. You're mad, bro. You don't know me. I'm built different, dog. My problems you know? are different. Yeah, come on <laughs> now. And then, come on, like a year and a half later, yeah. 
You're like, hold up a sec. Jeez. Hold up a Let, sec. Let's go back to that one time when yeah, I spoke to you exactly. know, that doctor when exactly. you, you said something. And... Scary as part is it goes back from before you talked to that doctor. Yeah, it goes, <laughs> it goes, it goes way back. And and the problem is, I as myself as an example, I'm in a state now where it's harder to deal with than it would have been six months ago, mm. a year ago. I should have accepted it a lot earlier. Oh, everything, everything in my life would have been a lot better if I if I did. But you have now. I have now, okay. and I understand. And I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'll do whatever. And it's not just now. Later on in life, if I lose a family member, if if I lose a friend, if I lose a girlfriend, if I lose whatever, if I don't know, mm. I don't get the job I want, whatever, I'll seek help. I'm not embarrassed to do that. It's only gonna get me to a better position. Going back to the point that you said that, like, it would have been better if you got help, like, six months ago or, like, a year ago, whenever. It's that whole, like, concept of, like, if you've got a broken glass and you're still using it, it's just going to keep breaking slowly, slowly into the point where the glass is eventually, like, completely gone. Whereas if that glass, if you see that glass has a crack in it, like, you, you're either going to replace or, like, do something to fix it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It could be literally just getting a new glass, just not using that glass because mm-hmm. you know that if you keep using that glass, it's going to be hazardous at some point. Mm-hmm. And you don't want it to get to that that mm-hmm. extreme point. You want to just resolve the situation, yeah. like, as yeah. soon as you feel like it's becoming a problem. Don't let it don't let it get to, to change, a point where it is a problem. Change you know? is inevitable. Like, it has to happen. If it ain't broke, don't break it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Change has to happen, regardless of if that's good change or bad change. If you're in a a vicious circle that's not healthy for your mind or your body, it will catch up to you at some point. So if you can recognise it and deal with it earlier, you will be able to deal with it as easy as you can at the time. Mm. If you realise that you have a problem and you keep it, like bottled up you don't work on it when you have to deal with it it's going to be a lot harder than when you first recognised it 100% 100% yeah one thing guys we should state is the the Shins always says this to me but there is light at the end of the tunnel oh yeah listen that tunnel might be long it it might be long and it will be long but there's always like, and I promise you, you're going to be a better person. You're going to come out stronger. Each time you go into this tunnel, you're going to come out stronger. And if you think there's not a light at the t- end of the tunnel, that the whole the thought, whole thought of not there not being light in the tunnel doesn't make sense because how is it dark? Because how are you supposed to know what a dark tunnel is if you haven't experienced any light, if that makes sense? Mm. So at That's some point, yeah, at some point you will experience that light. It might be for a long period of time or a short period of time or temporary, do you know what I mean? But there will be a point where you will see it. It might come and go, it might come and go, but yeah. it will come. You might not recognise it at yeah. first, but when you realise what that is, you will notice that at some point in your life you might have, that might have touched you. 100%. Yeah. And every time you go through that tunnel, like, you need to... Think about how you feel, your position in that, t- that that dark environment and figure out a way that if I do go back into this low 
this low feeling, this dark place, what am I going to do this time to make this experience less harmful to myself than it was the, the time before? Yeah. And every time you go through it and you, you learn and you develop on yourself, it gets to a point that when you do get to that low, you know how to overcome it straight away. And that's mm. the beauty of change and like wanting to have the best for yourself, I guess. Change is inevitable. It's inevitable. Winston Churchill said, if you're going through hell, keep going. Why would you stop in hell? Mm. So if you're in a dark tunnel, you just got to keep going. It's rough and it's slow and... Especially up, guys, but... especially during these these lockdowns, these lockdowns and quarantine. There's a pandemic going on if you haven't like, known. This this mean? is this is a very rare case. We live rare... through 2020. Woo! Yes, <laughs> and 2021. Ah, wait, <laughs> I, I don't know. We haven't lived through it yet. <laughs> but but we're living through it now. We're, we're gonna live through it. We're gonna live through it. We're gonna live through it. Everything is gonna be okay. This this sad boy you see here is gonna blossom differently. And it's not just me, you're all going to blossom with me too. I understand. And I think we're going to close the podcast soon. But before we do that, I think it would be nice to mention things that people can do that will definitely yeah. help them. That'd be cool. Definitely help them to, to get into the right tracks. Mm -hmm. And I'll start off saying a few things. Mm -hmm. Daily exercise. Mm. Yeah. The importance of exercise is <laughs> is, is outstanding. Um, it's <laughs> 20, 30 minutes minimum your, every day, or at least four, five times yeah. a week. Yeah. You, you'll be fine. It's, it's, it'll, honestly, you'll notice such a difference. The thing is, even if you start off really, really small, yeah. as long as you keep doing it, of that course. will snowball. Consistency yeah. is key. Is key. No matter, like, for example, with me, I try and work out at least 25 minutes a day. And sometimes I'm like, I don't want to do it. Like, da, 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 da. But, like, you need to think, if I don't do it today, then what if I don't do it tomorrow? And then I don't do the day after. And then I've just lost this whole thing that I've been building up, up mm. to to, like, become this person. Mm -hmm. That's taken care of like all aspects of her life. Do you know what I mean? So mm. consistency is key. Good or bad days, consistency is key. I'll add to that. If you can't go through 20 minutes of exercise, how are you going to get through these dark times? Mm. If you can't fight through 20 minutes of exercise, mm. then the struggle of getting through these dark times is going to be real. Have... You have standards for your body. Set mind. goals. Set, set goals. goals. Reach like, these goals. Have you a will routine reach... as well. Yeah. Of course. Of have, course. Have an understanding of what you want your body's minimum requirements to be. Yeah. That will prosper your mind. So. Physical health is very, very directly linked to your mental well-being. As, it's as, like a butterfly effect, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. As, as I stated earlier, anxiety comes from <laughs> years of evolution of us being in that caveman era that that ape era of mm. being in in strange times and that fight or flight instinct kicking in and exercise is the only thing that helps because that's what <laughs> that's what we did in them in them fight or flight times that's why your heartbeat goes up that's why you go numb 
this is actually the reason why why you go numb and start sweating and your heart rate goes up. It's because your body is ready, ready for war, ready for 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 battle. For battle. It, it really is. That's why you can't feel your arms or legs sometimes. It's because you literally are ready for that battle, and that's why exercise, getting your heartbeat up every day, is gonna help. I think with me, um, I never used to love. I I used to hate art. I'll be genuinely honest with you. I I would dread going into that art class, but like recently, just over the first lockdown, I would like meet my friend and just paint, and I just got to a point where it was just painting like ran just randomness. It was that one time or that one, like couple of hours where I had nothing on my like I'm not I'm not capping. There was n- there's nothing on my mind when I paint. Mm-hmm. Nothing. Like, it's so clear. It's so empty. It's peace peaceful. It's serene. Is it freeing? It is so freeing. I'll be, I'm I'm not honestly. It sounds it sounds crazy, but just painting anything, whether it's like a black black canvas with a couple of dots on it or whatever it is like it's so calming and it just helps you to I guess with some people they can paint how they feel and it's another way of articulating how you feel on like a different medium which is so cool because you're channeling channeling that energy into something like creative and beautiful and something you can genuinely be proud of Mm -hmm. and I think channeling how you feel into something productive is another way to help understand yourself and overcome barriers whilst having boundaries within yourself. Do you think that you not premeditating what you're going to draw and being spontaneous with it uh, almost has an effect of a bit like a conversation of your thoughts that come like randomly and you have to like figure them out as they... 100%. Do you feel like that's a good process for you? 100% because I feel like... With me, the reason I paint is to just clear my mind. But if, for example, I'm going to say, today I'm going to draw a tree with a sunset, let's do it. I feel like then I put pressure on myself to make sure I've done this tree with this particular sunset, with this and this and this. Mm -hmm. But the point that I want to make is that I don't want anything on my mind. Therefore, scrolling through Pinterest, Pinterestery, and finding something random to just give me inspo and just putting the paintbrush to the canvas. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the best way. Because you're doing it from a free mind. You're not setting yourself expectations. Mm-hmm. And you when know, you do those drawings, do you feel like sometimes when you, let's say, make a brush stroke, do you find it hard to accept to be like, oh, I didn't want to like be like that? Or do you, is it quite, does it quite, quite come quite, sorry, does it come quite naturally that you can be like, Hey, that looks cool. Or yeah, literally, like... like, every single piece I've done so far from, like, this whole self-journey thing, like, even if I feel like, okay, I should have made this smaller or bigger, you just learn how to deal with it. Mm-hmm. You genuinely, like, it's a process of learning, okay, whatever, I've just got to compromise with this and just carry on. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't affect you. It just doesn't affect you. And that's the beauty with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's, right, that's the advice I'd give. Yeah, I think, that, uh, find a hobby. Find a hobby. Yeah, for sure. The hobby. They can come quite. They can come in quite handy as well. Oh yeah, sure. obviously eating healthy as well. Yeah. Diet is eighty percent of your physical well-being and also a big chunk of your mental. Yeah, eating healthy for sure. And last thing I probably want to say is, <laughs> I say this because people have said it to me, 
and I'm looking at shins. Be nicer to yourself. Yeah, don't be hard on yourself. Don't be hard on yourself. Be speak more positively on yourself. Never, never negative. Never, never, ever negative. I, I'm, I am that person that tries to oversee everything. Tries to, tries oversee to, to, try that. Yeah, <laughs> tries to take control of everything, and I can't. I can't do that because not everything is in my control. And I get very upset when it doesn't go my way. And I know better. I always know better. I always know. I, I'm quite good at predicting what's going to happen. And I blame myself for not understanding when it does happen, or blame myself when yeah, blame myself for letting it happen. But I shouldn't think that because then I forget about all the unknowns that I I only guessed. These yeah. things were gonna plan out like this. Yeah, you understand? We can't can't be harsh. Never be harsh to yourself. And that's just an example. There's many examples of people being harsh to themselves. The other day, actually, the day we decided to do this podcast, mm. I said the exact same things to Shelley. Yeah, you did. You did. I can't remember what she said about herself, but I was like, "No, nah, you need to speak to yourself more positively." You need to have more faith in yourself. Uh, yeah, yeah that's, you li- that's literally what you I said. said she needs to have more faith in herself. One of the first few times she 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 spoke to me, she was like, she, she I said to her, "You're funny, right?" Yeah, or something yeah. like oh, that. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. she said that she's never heard that before. She, yeah. she 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 you didn't believe you were funny, right? Yeah, I didn't believe it. <laughs> no, you're funny, bro. Exactly. Thanks, guys. You understand? She like you have to have more belief in yourself, but never ego. Yeah. <laughs> never ego. That's this is another. You can't avoid diff- your ego, yeah. but you must check it. There's a difference and a fine line between like knowing self confidence yeah, and, and arrogance. Yes, and ego, hundred percent, hundred percent. And yeah. I think I don't have any no. much, anything much more to say, Shins. Um. Love yourself, man. Yeah, man. Be nice to yourself and be nice to others. If it will impart a sense of positivity on yourself if you're exuding positivity. Fake it till you make it, bro. Like Yeah, listen, it be like that. It cannot it will cost you nothing to gas someone up. Tell them their outfit's nice. Tell them they got a nice lipstick. Tell them they got <laughs> their hair. Yeah, listen, it's it's like it's Little something things. specific that yeah. they they will feel that, like they will enjoy that. Tell them their hair's nice. Tell them, you know, maybe they felt like they didn't make enough of an effort. And the thing is, when that happens to you, you feel nice. So, 100%. Put that karma out into the world and it'll come back to you, man. 100. I agreed. Denny, any last words? I think that's it for this week. Next week, we'll be back again. For sure. I hope you all enjoyed our conversation. I hope some of you even got inspired by it. 100%. I hope some of you find change and deal with your struggles. I hope all of you do that. Mm. I hope a lot of you listen this far. (laughs) (laughs) All right? But if you're going through struggle, I hope you find happiness for sure. And you will. You will. You will. You have to be optimistic. 
believe it, man. Uh, that's it from all of us. Until next uh, time. Tune in next week, guys. <laughs> Until next time. <laughs> Yo, peace out. In a bit, in a bit.